broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Wake Up Mid-Missouri. 93.9 The Eagle, 950 KWS. I'm John Marsh, NFIB, Missouri's chapters. Brad Jones in with us this morning. And joining us in studio this morning, Senator Mike Bernsketter. Senator, good morning. Welcome back. Good morning, John. Good morning, Brad. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Good morning. We're up and going. Yeah. Beautiful morning. It is a pretty morning. Right into it. Being a small business owner yourself of a pest control company, Small Business Saturday. You know, I don't know how that factors in into your business because, you know, it's it's not a an impulse buy, I guess, when you need need pest control. You need it. But uh you have you face those same challenges as every other small business person does, don't you, Mike? Yeah, every day small business Saturday to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully people are using their local small businesses, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of challenges to being in a, in business anymore. Um, I mean, there are probably, I mean, there always has been, but, you know, there's always something new coming, you know, they're doing away with chemicals or making more regulations. Um, there's always something that we have to, uh, figure out a way to work around or, or, or adhere to. Do you guys have like a like an annual training or I know you've got a trade association right uh, that's specific everybody has a trade association everybody has yeah, there's a trade association for everything yeah but do you have uh does your trade association then have regular training for uh appliers uh you know for for yes. your for your field crew yeah the state department of agriculture has uh we have to do 8 hours of training a year to uh to retain our license yeah there's a licensing and you know we have uh uh uh, basically you know trainees when they come in they go through a 40-hour training that we do in the office and then there's the state has uh department of ag has training some of the chemical suppliers have training um and the Missouri Pest Management Association has training, so there's lots of different programs, and this is the time of the year that they typically do them because it's a little slower here in Missouri for pest control. So, you know, this time of year from November to February is their time when we do a lot of our training, you know, in addition to the training when a new employee comes on. Sure, absolutely. Mike, talk to us about, uh, I guess, what you hear from constituents in that regard. I mean, there's, you know, kind of a couple different groups of constituents you would think out there. People who are, you know, run-of-the-mill folks, but those small business owners like yourself, I know they're concerned year in and year out, not just with the Fed's oversight and like you're probably you guys, EPA, but state regulations and and paperwork and all that they have to do. I know that's been something you focused on at the Capitol, trying to hear some of that back for people yeah we're always trying to do things over at the capitol that we can to uh lessen the impact on small businesses um you know over the years we've had uh last few years there's been a big push on license reciprocity where um you know somebody that would move here from another state and they have a license in another state they don't have to go through all the missouri regulations you know if they if they're recognized in one state you know missouri's going to recognize them and so we've done a lot of work on that over the last few years well and we've got there's been no uh shortage of economic development type bills too um 
you know, one of them that, uh, that Travis has had actually is one that uh, Travis Fitzwater's had that we've we've looked at is is you got to take care of your entrepreneurs in the first couple three years because those are those are the formative years for small businesses when you're trying to put your business plan together and that sort of thing uh we got close last year but uh it didn't uh it didn't pass so i'm hoping that that bill is gonna gonna make it this year we'll see uh senator fitzwater also had one on child care that i think it did pass didn't it is going to vote of the people for child care and and uh i don't remember the exact wording but um you know that's another big thing in in business is uh your employees having some where to take their children during the day so. well that's a huge issue you know brenda shields has had a big bill that can't they passed the house and got it to the senate and then it entered the the black hole of the senate and we, <laughs> and we didn't get you're saying that's a black hole over there yeah, well sometimes <laughs> sometimes there's this legislative funnel that it, it kind of enters the vortex and it just disappears the i don't know how it happens triangle yeah. what'd you say anna the funnel gets a little clogged up sometimes <laughs> the funnel does get clogged up sometimes yeah, yeah. it does Yes. Senator Mike Burns, get her in with us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Senator, thank you so much. Yes, uh, one of those funnels uh, we talked about was uh, one senator reading out of a book during the uh, the final couple days. That's that, a big old uh, clog. Yeah, that that clog, <laughs> clogged things up. Uh, and Mike Boone was pretty fired up. But yeah, he, he was. Uh, senator, I know we're, we're just, you know, just literally a couple of days away from people being able to pre-file December 1st. January 3rd, you guys hit the ground running. It is the earliest under the calendar, under the Constitution, the session can meet. It's the first Wednesday after the first Monday, so January 3rd, you're at it at high noon. In an ideal world, you know the governor's in for his final session. He's going to go up to that podium in the House chamber before joint session, probably mid-January. In an ideal world, what would you like to hear him say and focus on when he delivers that final state of the state. Well, good morning, Brian. Good morning, Hannah. How are y'all doing? Good, good. Doing fine, Senator. Thank you. So, in an ideal world, uh, well, I always like him to um, to uh, mention our state employees, all the hard work that they do, and uh, and we've uh, been lucky in the last few years to be able to increase the salary. Hopefully, we can do that again this year. Would be one of the the main things I would think that we uh, would do. Another thing that I would like to see him uh, concentrate on is um, oh, fixing up the inside of the Capitol. Everybody saw the bag and stuff on the outside of the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't go, you saw that. So we sealed up the outside. We sealed up the basement. Um, and I, I think it's time to... Uh, to uh, work on the inside of the capitol and then you know not so much around here but um uh you know he's always talking about workforce development but also security issues um you know trying to make sure we don't have so much crime in our state um like i said it's not a big deal in central missouri but in uh, st louis and kansas city i'd like to uh see if we can't reduce that crime so we can keep people in st louis instead of people uh running away from st louis senator if i may follow up on that uh, about you mentioned a couple priorities obviously state employees huge fourteen thousand state employees in jefferson city but you mentioned something that is, is intriguing 
to me, and that is fixing up the inside of the Capitol. Uh, if you could give us a couple, just I know there's probably a lot of things that need to be fixed, but a couple things from your perspective that need to be repaired in that aging facility. Well, if you uh, go around the Capitol, you'll see little spots with tape on them and stuff where the paint's peeling off. Um, right now, the legislative library, there are some decorative, uh, I don't know what you call them, medallions or something that were falling off the ceiling. Just, you know, the building's 100 years old, and other than a few coats of paint here and there and some new carpeting here and there, there hasn't been much done to the inside. And so all those things take uh, take their toll after a hundred years. So we actually put, uh, $300 million in the budget, uh, two years ago and the governor approved that. So that's sitting in a fund. And then we actually put another 300 million in last year. So there's a total of $600 million, uh, for renovations to the inside of the Capitol, which, you know, it's kind of mind boggling when they built that building, it was $4 million and now it's well, it's more than six hundred million because we spent a bunch on the outside already. So more than six hundred million just to uh, fix up the inside. Thank you, sir. Senator Mike Bernsketter with us this morning on Wake Up Mid Missouri. Mike, it was interesting the other day we had Associated Industries of Missouri's president Ray McCarty, and we were talking talked to him about you know kind of a no brainer and for for Brad's constituents as well, the whole fix up on I seventy and all and. Ray brought up the fact that there's already talk with the speaker, I mean, with the budget chairman on the House side about maybe coming up with some big, big funding to redo I-44. Yeah, that was a big discussion last year. You know, if we're going to spend all this money on I-70, let's spend a little money on I-44. There actually was, uh, we put money in the budget to do, oh, I don't know exact wording, but, you know, basically a, a study of, you know, nowadays you have to make sure there's no fish or birds or something along there. They did, uh, they put, I think it was 20 some million, but that was part of what the governor had, had uh, vetoed. But there was some money in the budget to actually do some kind of, uh, early survey on what it would take to redo I 44. Mike, one of the things I was going to ask you, I was go back to the Capitol for just a minute. Um, I think that the money that was put, back isn't isn't just for cosmetics uh for the uh, house and senate chambers we've got <laughs> the the unfortunately the capitol is one of the least ada accessible buildings in the state of missouri and i know that architecturally there was some some really interesting and innovative plans i think for house offices hearing rooms you might talk to the uh, talk a little bit about that because i think it's it's going to change the face of the capitol building but i think it's also going to make it a whole lot easier to get around and a lot more efficient so technically it won't change the face i mean it'll still look the same but yes there's a there's a lot of ideas uh the master plan um actually includes putting a basement under the front law of the capitol front lawn and um, there's a, a hearing rooms and all kinds of stuff like that. The Capitol will still look the same, but yes, it needs to be more ADA accessible. You know, there's talks of using the the highway department building over there for staff. You know, so there's all kinds of ideas floating around. I don't know that we've pinned it down, 
but there's all kinds of ideas floating around and the capital will still look the same but it won't look the same on the inside right senator mike burns getter in with us lawmakers back a little over a month and ready to go with the state house mike we appreciate the update uh, obviously we'll talk to you again before session starts and bill filing right around the corner yep friday starts bill filing so yeah it's getting closer all the time how many are you going to put in mike um well i have three that i know <laughs> for sure <Okay. laughs> do, you, do you have something you want me to file <laughs> oh, I'll, get, 